I'm Lauren XOXO, bitch, bitch. What's up, guys? Before we get into this week's episode, if you haven't already, please go on Apple Podcasts and leave a review. And also, if you hear fireworks in the background, that's just what it's going to be. Because fireworks used to just be a thing that I heard at night, but now they do it all day. So if you hear fireworks, I've been hearing them all day, so you know. It's just a little... Yo, I don't understand. Why do you wait, like... Do they not understand that people are working from home? Like, I'm confused. Is it gunshots? Is it fireworks? Like, they're just going ham. Citizen always, like, rules it out for me. Because I'm always like, was this a gunshot or was it? And then Citizen would be like, oh, it was a gunshot or, oh, it's fireworks. So, I'm like, this is ridiculous. All day from the crack of dawn to, like, the crack of dawn the next day. I just don't understand. Bro, it's nonstop and it's crazy. I'm just like, wh- where did y'all get all of these from? Like, is there somebody selling them somewhere on the corner or something? Because they've been ODing. Yo. And it usually starts in, like, July. <laughs> so for Yeah, right? It, 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 honestly, it started in May. <sighs> over near me, at least. I can't take <laughs> it. I was trying to go to bed last night, and it was just like, pop, 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 pop. I was like, bro, come the fuck on. How are you? I'm okay, though. I'm okay, you know, just working and shit. Did you have a good weekend? Oh, yeah. I was fucked up on Sunday. Yeah? Yeah, and it's crazy because, you know what I really do? I really love the fact that we could, like, take liquor to go from places. Yes, that needs I think to just be a thing. So amazing, because you know sometimes we don't want to sit. I don't want to sit and dine. That well, we can't. But if we did have the option, I would choose that. Cause I could just go and go to the park or go for a walk and drink and be with my friends. And you know what I'm saying? Like I like that. Yeah. But I had a good weekend. What about you? I had a good weekend too. I had a picnic in the park. Um, oh, what park? On Sunday, Brooklyn Bridge Park. Hmm. So I was down there. And I had a, like, it was nice. It was a lot, there were a lot of people out. Um, so it was cool to people watch, dog watch. Like, I feel like I haven't, honestly, I, I can't remember uh, the last time I've been around that many people. Granted, it was, we were, everyone was social distancing. But, like, just to see that many people, I was just like, damn. And people, I don't know what they're going to do because people are over this, this, this quarantine. Like, and it's getting hot out and nice out. People are like, fuck this. Yeah, I've been seeing people um, like crowding around like restaurants and bars or whatever, and I I'm like, damn, I hope the restaurants get on top of that because like they might just shut down the restaurants again if they don't stop that. Yeah. And so I'm just like, control that because I love getting my drinks to go, and I want to oh. keep doing that. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. So I had a good weekend. Um. So I got a lot of DMs. About okay, the new in the uh, season finale of Insecure, and everybody wants to know what would we do if we weren't in if we were in that situation. Um, so, okay, how did you feel about the episode? First of all, I told y'all motherfuckers this was going to happen. I told y'all this is it was just so it was just too good to be true. That bitch was going to come up pregnant. But honestly, how I felt, 
I felt her pain because I've been in that situation. So I honestly, I know some people gonna some people gonna say like Issa should leave, she shouldn't deal with it. But honestly, I can say if you have not been in that situation, you cannot judge. You cannot judge. I am telling you firsthand because my firsthand experience. I used to be like that too, where I used to say like, "Oh, she's stupid for staying or whatever." Uh, uh, uh. I had a situation when I was um, twenty. I was turned. I just turned twenty-two. And this guy I was dating on and off, we broke up. You know, we got back together. We broke up. And I, like our last break, he ended up having sex with this girl. I ended up finding out through a mutual friend that he ended up got getting her pregnant like maybe a week after my 22nd birthday. Oof. That shit just, when I mean that shit just destroyed me, destroyed me. It took me like, I even got into a new relationship and was still healing from that. Oh, wow. And, uh, right. And... Cause I, yeah, because I was dating my, my boyfriend now. I was I just started dating him maybe a few months after that happened. And when I mean that baby was born in September, I cried. I fell out on the floor. I couldn't eat. I, when I mean I couldn't eat for days, I couldn't, I've never been so sick in my life. But I begged him. I wanted to work. I wanted to work with him so bad. I was like, we can make it work, you know. You can be a family, you know, I'll, I'll, whatever it is, I'll do whatever you need me to do. But he was like, I, I need to give my family a shot. It's not like he wanted to be with the girl. He just wanted to give his daughter what he didn't have. And I know it was just like, it's like a confusing feeling. Like, do I stay or do I leave? But I feel like if you guys love each other enough, you can work through it. It just can't happen again. Yeah, I agree. Um, I also think I would stay and try to work it out. I think... People need to look at a situation in the sense that I feel like Lauren and Issa were in a space where they were looking at spending forever together. This right. wasn't just like a quick fling or just someone she just met. Like, no, they've been through mad shit. They're years in. And this was something that just popped out of the blue. So I feel like for me, don't get me wrong, in my mind, would I be like over it? Would I be annoyed? Um, but I probably go back and forth with myself a lot about like, is this something you really want to do? Do you want to be someone's stepmom? Do you want, like, I just feel right. like so much would be, be going on in my mind. But if I felt like that person was my person, I think I would give it a shot. Right. So, but I'm not gonna lie, it would be hard. Like that's, and then just it's the, even when you think about like Condola and, just the whole situation between her and Issa. I'm like, oh, I cannot wait until Candola finds out that Issa and Lawrence are together. Mm-hmm. Cause she gonna be side eyeing. Yes, I was gonna be. I thought that that episode she was going to find out. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised she didn't. So what I didn't care for in the episode is those 15 minutes looking for Tiffany. Like I feel like we could have left. We could have. They could have put Tiffany's, like, that part of Tiffany, like, that could have been the first episode of the next season. Mm -hmm. I'm like, let's get to the real shit. Like, why we gotta... I'm not saying what Tiffany, like, of course, Tiffany was going through postpartum, and um, the previous episodes was definitely leading up to this. I'm not saying it's not important, but when you got 30 minutes, Mm -hmm. I wanted the tea. Like, I wanted to see Molly and Andrew's full conversation, which uh, we all know that's pretty much done. Like, he he been over her. Um, And then I really wanted to see Issa, the rest of Issa and Lawrence's situation. 
And, but what I do think is that Issa might fall in the arms of um, what's a little fine Nathan. Mm. I think when she's like fed up with everything and she's over it, I think Nathan gonna be right there. Welcome, I think so too. Waiting to welcome her with open arms. So and why can't shit ever go the way we want? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if honestly, this had to be the best season, and I think it's because, as because I guess because we're in our womanhood and we're grown now, and I feel like we all been through this shit, and it is it just it feels like I know them personally. It feels like I don't know. I I was just glued. I'm just mad the episodes aren't longer. That there aren't any more episodes. It, this is just like this is so surreal to me. I'm like, yo, this was me. It was so And I sometimes, I'm not even had to catch myself because I'm even looking at Molly and Andrew. And I knew Andrew was going to get over Molly real quick because she, she was a bitch. But I had to catch myself a little bit because I'm like, do I see a little bit of myself in Molly? Mm. And is there anything that I need to personally work on? Because, I mean, I could be a little inconsiderate sometimes. I could honestly admit that, you know. Um, but I think she was just too damn much especially somebody like him like he's so patient and he's like trying to understand so patient. What so, you gonna say? I know I said yeah he was he was literally so patient with her the whole season and what's crazy is like she didn't even see it nope she didn't even see it and I was like girl are you fucking kidding me but you know what I do have an issue with with Molly though I find it so funny that now that shit didn't work out with you and Andrew now you wanna come running back to to Issa at the end and want to have a conversation. Like, bitch, I'm not your fucking rebound. I agree. Like, I'm telling you, she treats her friends like she treats like treats her men. And she really has... I want to know why she has commitment issues. Because she, what she said, she said this is the first time me, me and you both had... This is our first time really, like, dealing with each other or dealing with anyone seriously. And it worked. Like, well, it felt like it was working. That's but my question to you... My question is just, like, why are you... Why haven't you had something serious yet as old as you are? Mm. You like, know, why she needs to reflect on that. You know what, though? I've actually come across a lot of people who are, like, in their late 20s, early 30s, who have never had a serious relationship. Um, so I think it might sound odd, but, I mean, granted, we see Molly. Molly definitely has issues. So I think it might sound odd, but I actually think it's pretty common. Like, I've... I've heard a lot of people say like oh i've never been into anything too serious or my last serious relationship was in my early 20s or something like that um but i definitely but, think, what are you gonna say no i'm I, no i get that but i feel like like even if it wasn't your fault right like you still never had somebody is like damn like i really fucked with you like you know, or what, whatever it is, it, to me, like, Molly Molly comes with a lot of baggage, and I want them to unpack the fuck out of her. Because mm-hmm. I need to know, I feel like they're not telling us what her issue is. You know, and I, I need to know what her, wait, why did he show us therapy sessions? I need to know where this hurt is coming from. Right. So I can understand and be a little bit more, you know, empathetic. But, you know, you're not going to tell us anything. I'm going to be like, fuck her. We need to know why she can't seem to get over anything. Yeah. 
because I feel like that's kind of one of her biggest issues. Um, what I was thinking about, like when I saw Molly and Andrew, I was like, damn, it must really suck to have so many failed situations. And then once you have something that really feels like it's working, it just ends. Right. And granted, there was like a lot of build up to it, but I was like, damn, that must that must that must suck because I feel like sometimes we like when you've had so many fucked up situations, you tend to want to cling on that thing. But it's just like just because we work doesn't mean we're supposed to be together. Right. Damn. So it was. I thought it was a really good episode. I like the way. Um, I knew it would end with Issa and Molly talking again. I just knew it. I, I knew hope it would so. end in something. Um, I don't think what's his name. I don't think Lawrence is gonna take the job. I don't think he's gonna be a trolley nigga. I don't think he's gonna take the job either because he got to be there for that damn baby. Mm. People was like, I was talking to this guy. He was like, I don't understand why him and Issa just don't go live their life. And I'm like, what? No. I said, you know, I would, I would truly judge a man for not taking care of his kids. So I wouldn't. Even yeah, I wouldn't want to be with you. Yeah. That means you're gonna neglect. You can neglect me and my kid in the future. Right, and I was just like, oh, no, I would feel so uncomfortable with that. Like, I, like that would make me break up with him more than uh, him having a kid with her. Mm-hmm. I was like, right. and then, okay, so how did you feel about Condola's conversation? Because a lot of people was like, I hate that. I'll raise the baby by myself. You don't have to be around. All like, Oh, I had an issue with that because I'm like, ideally, that's not what you want, so stop putting that out there. Hmm. Um. And I feel like we have, again, um, this is coming from a spiritual uh, perspective, we have to be careful about the things um, that we say and the things that we do um, because those things hold have power and frequency. Because who wants to go through their pregnancy knowing that the baby father doesn't want want to be active? And you, put, you, you gave him the green light to not be active. Right. So now you stress and think, like, how am I going to do this by myself? Oh, my God. Like, No. And, if, and it's just like, and it speaks volumes on you or on the type of person that you were dealing with before you to even make that an ultimatum. Like, why would you even, why would you even give him, give him that option? So, I just feel like Condola, she's all over the place. And I think she low-key wants to be with Lawrence still. Maybe. So I don't, I don't like that conversation either, but I do understand it in situations where like the man... Because we don't know, like, I know Kendola mentioned, like, she had an abortion previously, so she just doesn't want to have another one. But, um, I feel like in situations where, you know, say, it, you know, you know, as the older women get, we just, our luck of having babies, um, just gets lower and lower. Um, so what if the doctor is like, well, you can't, like, this is the only one you're probably going to be able to have. So I kind of get having that conversation, or what she was saying, just because it's just like, well, I want to have this baby, whether you want to be in a baby's life or not. Right. But I would, like, it would hurt me to have to have that conversation with the man. Like, and I'm one of them people, if I tell you I'm pregnant, and you looking at me like, you're not going to keep that right, I'm not going to keep that right. Like, I can't right. do it. Just because I don't think it's fair to me or the kid. And I don't want to go through... I don't want to be pregnant alone. I've seen a lot of women pregnant alone. And it looks sad. I've seen women at baby showers by themselves. And the shit looks sad. I don't want yeah. to... Um, but I do get when, you know, those women, they make those decisions. They're just like, 
you they don't see mm, I, like I get when they're just like I'll I'll do this on my own because that's how bad I want a baby. So right doesn't make it right, but you know sometimes you are you just you're a little and essentially kind of desperate and you just really want it to happen and it finally happens and even though it's not with the right person you still have a child. Yeah, I get it, but I mean honestly, I mean I you know I can't no I'm sorry. I can't do it. If, if if I don't ever have children, I guess I won't have children. Because if, I, if my spirit tells me no, I'm listening to my spirit. I'm not going to be struggling. I know, like, I, I want to have children. And I know there's a lot of women out there that want to have children. But it's not worth the stress. I agree. Or it's those conversations that you might have to have with your kid. Because you know how kids always grow up, like, they don't. Because a lot of times the parents don't share that like that conversation they had or decide. You know, we've seen so many instances where like the parent has, you, like the mother has lied to, like the child is always like, where's my father? Where's my father? And the mother like just puts whatever she can put together. Mm-hmm. Um, and that conversation would break my heart. You know? Exactly. And, having to, and then having to try to heal that trauma. And then your child, now you've brought a fucked up human being into this world. Now they are a fucked up adult. That's gonna allow that trauma to spill out in every aspect of their life. It's gonna hurt other people. It's gonna be a never-ending cycle. So the shit gotta stop somewhere. So if you know you're fucking somebody who ain't shit, just put on a condom. Mm-hmm. If you don't, if you don't want to put on birth control, you want to use birth control, then fine. But just make that man put on a condom because it, it's really like a, a never-ending cycle. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like I know what it's like, and I'm speaking from experience. So I, I, I am glad. And I'm putting my business on front street, and I don't care. I am glad that I did not have that baby. I'm glad because that motherfucker is a crackhead now. <laughs> and y'all, I, I didn't think we was you. going there. I you didn't know, know where we was where we was going in this. Huh? I didn't know that where we was going in this, but all right. I'm just saying he is a crackhead, and you know what I'm saying. And it's just like you know, this is I, I could not imagine bringing that child into this world and having to deal with that. Like, yeah. seriously. All I having to do with that, that th- couldn't have happened. That me. mental anguish, it's just like, sometimes it's just not worth it. It's not. So. It's not worth it. It's not good. <sighs> so I'm excited for season five. Like, just give it to me tomorrow. Please. There's nothing yeah, else to do. Like, literally like, a whole year now? Yes. Yeah, that shit gotta stop. Um, right? And at least 45 minutes, 35? I take 35 minutes. 40 minutes. 40 minutes, please. Give me something. Um, so, no, I thought, like, we need more shows like that because it was just too good. Um, so, I had a really interesting conversation this weekend. About what? Uh, do you remember when I was telling you about the guy that I was talking to for a minute? Uh, I'm not going to say the word dating, but I was talking to him for a minute and he was on crutches. Uh, no. Okay. So I was talking to a guy sometime last year, and he was on crutches, and he ended up ghosting me. So I was having a conversation with one of my friends, and then he popped up in my mind, and I was just like, I'm going to text him and ask him why he ghosted me. Because I just want to know, because I feel like uh, I've had so many kind of failed dating situations I'm like you know I feel like you know sometimes we walk around and we're like I'm perfect there's nothing wrong with me it's everything wrong with everybody else I'm good to go whatever 
So I was just like, let me let me reach out to him. Let me let me just see what was it. So I text him and I'm like, hey, why did you ghost me? Cause he'll like reach out to me every once in a blue. So I kind of felt comfortable talking to him. So I was like, why did you ghost me? And he was like, well, number one, it was because I was in crutches and I didn't like dating in crutches. And then he was like, and number two, um, he was like, you came off as very conservative. And when we went out, like you never dressed sexy. And I just didn't, I just didn't. Like, I don't know, I didn't, I couldn't see myself, like, I don't know, you just weren't, like, it's just like, you weren't giving me, you want to date me vibes. Yeah, yeah, let me tell you about this nigga. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna ask you, like, what was Let me tell you about you? this. We went out twice. One time was to the movies. The second time was to a vegan diner. Why would I get sexy and put on heels to go to any of those places? So did you say that to him? Yes. I said, I said, why, what, like, what can I wear to these places besides regular clothes? And he was like, so he kept bringing up baggy jeans. Cause I guess one day when we went out, I had on baggy jeans and he was like, and like, why do you even own baggy jeans? And I was just like, huh? I was like, baggy jeans are comfortable. And I was like, you see, like, this is what I don't understand about men. Y'all want certain things from women, but y'all don't provide the space or the vibe. I said, yeah. you, you never text me and said, hey, I met reservations at this nice place. Let me send you the, let me send you the open table so you can get a vibe of the space. And then from there, if it's a nice space, I'm going to dress up. I'm not dressing up to go to the movies or to a vegan diner. And then he was like, also, I, I don't even, I never even heard you curse. No, oh, come on. Are you serious? And I was like, in my mind, I was like, first of all, I know men that would take your head off and they don't curse. I said, what, yeah. does, I said, what does cursing have to do with anything? So I said, you know what? I said, you set up here and you push your perceptions on me without even trying anything on your part. You never said, hmm, maybe she's not dressing sexy because I'm not really taking her to sexy places. But what is dressing sexy, though? I, I, that's what I need clarification on, I guess, because for me, it's like, because I feel like dressing, you could dress sexy without showing skin. So I need him to clarify exactly what he means by that. Yeah, yeah. We was going back and forth for a minute. And then I just, and then I was, um, I was just, in my head, I was just like, mm, I never sent him my Instagram before. But like, I don't know. I feel like he was like, trying me on how I dress and you know I was talking to my friend my friend and I was like you know what I don't have to prove anything to anyone like I'm just never gonna speak to him again fuck it whatever and then my friend was like no send him your Instagram let him know so I sent him my Instagram and he gets back to me and he's like oh he's, he goes Lauren honestly I really do think it was just a case of bad timing and it's then a case of what? he was like it was a case of bad timing 
He goes, your pictures are very beautiful. I think you're beautiful. You dress beautiful. It was. It never crossed my mind that you didn't. You um uh, that you didn't have style or that you couldn't get sexy. He was just like, honestly, it was bad timing. Maybe it was everything was on my part. If you're free, can we please go out? Can I'm good. I'm good. All he had to do was have a fucking conversation. I was like, I'm good. And he was like, oh, let me take you to L.A. Let me do. No, sir. L.A. Because now you already have this perception of me, for one. And then now it's just like, I can't be comfortable or be myself around you. Like, if. I feel like most dudes that I encounter are realistic and be like, okay, we're going to the movies. I'm not expecting her to wear fucking heels. You know, but you still just do be cute and dress down. Right. Like, there's a way to do it. I, yo, some of these guys, man. And I feel like when we went out, Give me like, excuses. Just say that you just was not into me. Listen, just say that. I was like, that would have been better than anything. But I feel like he kept trying to put everything on me. And what's so crazy is this... I can see, you know how you meet these guys and they're like super materialistic and it's all about the look, look, look. That's not even like, he not even giving it up like that. So right. I'm just confused as to what you expect from me. And he was like, well, when I'm trying to date someone, like I always give them looks. Like it doesn't matter where we're going. I was like, I said, well, one thing about me is depending on the place, that's how I dress. So if I'm going somewhere nice, I'm going to dress nice. If I'm going somewhere chill, I'm going to dress chill. That's it. I'm not wearing heels to the movies. I'm not that girl. Yeah, me either. Fuck that. I'm not. I'm being comfortable. I said I give men multiple looks. You either take it or you don't. And I give you a new wig all the time. So you can't even complain about the hair or nothing oh, like that. Oh, he just made me mad. I'm sorry, I'm just thinking, and I'm just, because now I'm, I'm on your Instagram, that's why. And I'm just looking like, is he dumb? Girl. And he didn't even give you a chance. Like, he didn't even give you a chance. Like, it's it's like, bro, bro, why don't you take me to, you know, catch steak or whatever, or take me somewhere, you know, all these different places, and you can see that side of me. But you cannot, you can't expect me to be, like, first of all, I don't think the first three dates should be a movie. But... And this, you want to get this movie outfit. And this is also another thing where I tell myself I'm not doing. So, I've, I've, you know, I've been trying to date differently. I've been trying to date. Because, you know, they always say, oh, a lot of times people fail in dating because they keep dating the same type of person. So, I've been trying to date differently. I've been having a little bit more patience. I've been open, I've been open to more things. It's not for me. Not doing it no more. Okay. So you want to go back to what? The trappings? No, not that. But I just, I need someone maybe a, a little like me. I feel like I just been dating these guys and like, it's something, I've been on dates with guys and there has been a little something, a little piece in me that has been like, eh, he's not really not, you know, you don't really like, you know, y'all probably not that compatible, but I've also been like, but let me try because maybe I need to try something new. Or, Laura, you know, you know, you're not really into his looks. Or, like, it's just little things have gone off in me. But I've just been like, no, like, try something new. Try something new. You've always dated kind of like one type of person. Just try something new. And it's not. 
Man, listen. That shit is so whack to me. I thought it was... And then the fact that what I didn't like is, like, now he was like, oh, let's hang out, let's do... It's just like, no, it was, like, so disrespectful what you did to me. No, and I was being, I think I was being like, I was like, all right, like, you know, I'm used to my first days being really nice dates, but all right, you know, you want to, you want to go here, you want to go to the movies, like, all right, cool, I'm not going to, I'm not doing it anymore. I want to go to the nicest places, and I ain't even really into fine dining like that, but you know what, I want men to do what they used to do for me, do all that. But I feel like a logical person would have been like... Let me see if she can dress. Yo, hey, babe, you know, what you doing Friday night? Or what you doing Saturday night? All right, bet. So what we're going to do is X, Y, and Z. I'm going to send you an Uber, and we're going to come here. Or meet me at this spot. And see, and um, and you will probably, you know, research a spot so you can see how to dress or whatever. But, I mean, that is just common sense. Mm. Girl, when I tell y'all, I was just sitting there and I was like, all right, so it's maybe it's really not me. Like, maybe these niggas is just crazy. Because, what the fuck? It made no sense to me. And, yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm never, you're never seeing me again. Yeah, no. <sighs> so, ladies, we're not crazy. They are. They're not crazy. They are. <laughs> and you know what? I think, I think sometimes I feel like there's some men who are just literally one-minded. Yes. And they don't know anything else because their mama didn't show them nothing else. Their daddy didn't show them nothing else. And they don't surround themselves with people who challenge their comprehension. They or try to... Try to what's the word? Not challenge. What's the word I want to use? Who tries to teach them, I guess, teach them how to comprehend or how to think outside the box. Mm-hmm. And that is like, a, that is somebody that you do not want to be with. Because their mind is only one dimensional. Yeah. That is ridiculous. And I wasn't I feeling it. I'd be looking like, y'all are just some idiots. Like, for real. Bro. Straight idiots. I wasn't feeling it because I was like, I can't, if I was to go out with you again, like, I wouldn't feel comfortable. Like, you would have me overthinking everything. Yeah. Like, do I look good enough for you and this and that third? Like, that, he's very shallow. Yeah. So, I wasn't, I was like, damn. And I thought he was so cute. I was like, damn, we could have had a lot of fun together. But, you was on your bullshit. So, that's that on that. Um, be Simone cancel culture what which what about what the her book or what she said okay so okay so it's two things that's leading up to i guess everyone's like she's canceled she's canceled she's canceled so the first thing was when she was saying that she didn't want anybody who worked a nine to five because she's an entrepreneur and she just she kind of wants someone who is who has like the same kind of schedule as her or understands a crazy schedule um and then the second thing that happened was someone who makes so she has this book out like a what is it called manifest it's some type of manifest book i guess and it has little workbooks of things of ways i guess how you can manifest the type of life you want and somebody else who makes those type of books uh found out that she or i'm not gonna say she but somebody on her team 
or whoever she hired plagiarized some of their pages and then uh, a few other people found some of their pages from their books in her book and so everybody's like she's canceled she's canceled she's canceled we're over her she's done whatever what do you think i i don't think that she is canceled um I'm, I told you, I'm very, it's, it has to be a lot for me to cancel somebody at this point. Like, you have to be a Donald Trump or a Candy Owens for me to cancel you at this point. Like, I canceled a lot of people years ago, and I, I, I'm, not, I'm not that same person anymore. Um, and for me, I feel like I the book thing, I, I understand like where it can, they can become a little bit more of an issue. Um, especially after her statement that she made initially. That's why I, I think that's the real reason why people are looking for a reason to, to, to um, cancel her. Um, basically that reason was because she said she won't date a guy from 9 to 5, but I'll address that later. Um, but shit happens. When you outsource, that's what happens sometimes. Mm-hmm. Now what's so crazy is that her team was supposed to make sure everything was copacetic. And what's so funny is that her manager was on one of those judge shows. I don't know if you've seen the Yes, post. I saw that you clip. Mm-hmm. She was on her judge, judge shows and she was doing some fraudulent shit. So it's like, sis, who do you have on your team? You need to re- like reassess that. Um, but I think people were trying to find a way to cancel her out. But at the end of the day, did you get the message? Like, I sometimes I think we need to look at what the message is. And I don't think, I honestly, I try to give people the benefit of the doubt sometimes unless proven otherwise that I don't think that was her true intentions. You know, because like, for example, with me with skincare, I'm at the point right now where I'm working with a chemist. So if I'm telling the chemist, I don't know anything about chemistry. I don't know X, Y, and Z. If I'm telling the chemist, this is what I'm looking for. I, I want to incorporate certain ingredients to create this certain product to to solve this issue that you know black women are having with their skin. I'm trusting the chemist to not, of course, copy somebody else's shit, come up with a unique formula that that I can honestly copyright, trademark, and all that, all of that, right? That was her intentions. There's some people out there who just are just, just that do shady business. And I hope it mm-hmm. wasn't her because I could fuck with her brand. And I hope it was the the whoever she outsourced to to help her create this book. But only time will tell once the lawsuit and everything is over. Yeah, that's how, I agree. that's how it goes. I agree. I don't think she's... I don't think there's any reason for her to be canceled. Um, I'm not a big... Like I never really follow her or anything like that, but I st- I like I think her come up is dope. I've definitely seen her videos of of the road to one million. But I th- oh, yeah. and you know I think I think sometimes a lot of people just don't like the messenger, and I'm pretty sure that. I want people to stop putting so I feel like people put these days like we put so much into these influencers and like you said you know she probably just did business with creators who do shady business 
But it's just like, I don't know, sometimes I feel like, but y'all buying this manifest book, right? Where you can create your own innocence. You can literally Google, you can go on Pinterest and find pages filled with questions about how to, you know, get your get your life on the right direction and how to change your ways of thinking. You can like buy a book for that. Right. Um, and then I see another product she was selling. Is it the her or somebody else? They're selling hand hand sanitizer, but they're calling it fuckboy repellent. And it's just like, why y'all be buying into this stupid shit? It's it's all mark, and that's the beauty about business. It's really just marketing, right? Even like I looking into like because it's a gimmick. It is a gimmick, but people just love the idea. Like, I see so many, like, I come across so many skincare lines because, of course, that's what I do. I do skincare. And some of the labels, like, or some of the names of their products, I'm like, that's fucking fire. Like, that's fire. And I would just buy it, and I, and I, when I, and I would buy it if, if I didn't have create my own shit, of course. But I was like, let me look at their ingredients. And I look at their ingredients. I'm like, okay, they use the same shit like everybody else. Nothing it's spectacular but it's the way that they're, they're marketing is marketing and branding yeah it is so important when starting a business is to really focus on marketing and branding mm. so i mean i get it and it's very true pinterest youtube has a lot of stuff everything like you can find so many different things but i think too is she using her story to push that product oh of course that's a part of her branding yeah. But I think people are trying to cancel her really because of what she said about the 9 to 5 comment. I didn't think it That's, was that bad. I don't think it was either. I think people, people, let me say something. What I, I'm, what I learned about people, people don't like the fact that they are not for everybody. And I can tell you from personal experience with entrepreneurship that when sometimes when you date somebody like I, I i'm like i said i've been really because of COVID 19 i've been really crazy busy like it's disgusting i'm up from six to two o'clock the next morning from because i have to do orders and work and then still do orders and have to cook dinner and maintain a relationship and make my friendships and all these other things when you're dating somebody that cannot fucking relate to you it's a problem. Now, I'm not saying that. I don't think she was. She was intentionally saying that nine to five dudes are terrible because you could be a nine to five dude and make two hundred, three hundred thousand a year. Right. She needs somebody who's equally yoked with her and understand her schedule. Understand, like, because even like you know, my boyfriend is an entrepreneur, but his 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 business runs a little differently than mine. My business, is like, listen. I still work full time, so I can't put myself on a nine to five schedule. It's I either gotta wake up early, do my nine to five, and then finish the rest of everything else I was doing later on that that evening. His is like, okay, well, I'm going to the shop. I'm working from this hour to this hour, and I'll be home. Dinner better be ready. It ain't happening. And you want to date somebody who is equally yoked because sometimes it's like they it's just the understanding and the patience that they have with you. Like, babe, listen, we need to coordinate some me time. Like, I had to literally figure out a time to literally be like, okay, this day, I'm not working. I'm not doing no orders. It's going to be me and you. I'm turning off my phone. I'm not answering customers' emails. I'm not doing no DMs. I'm, I'm going to focus on me and you. Mm-hmm. And I sometimes, even when, even when I had, like, even when I was dating other people, 
um, they just can't wrap their mind around, like especially like a couple of years ago when I had other businesses and stuff like that. They could not understand why I was so busy or why I couldn't talk because I had to focus on content or I just needed time to really just try to figure some things out. They just can't wrap their mind around it. And that's not the case for all nine to fivers. Don't get me wrong. Yes, but understand what she is trying to say. She wants somebody who's equally yoked. And I was telling somebody too, and I, and I think that also she doesn't know how to articulate herself. And I think that's the problem too, because it's on Facebook. It's just like, oh fuck her, da da da. Like, no, you're offended because you're not her type. Especially for the men, you're not her type. And I and me and a bunch of entrepreneurs had to go on this one status. It's like, yo, it's the it's a fact. You want somebody who can grind like you and have the same hustle so y'all can build together. You want someone who's going to be patient and understand your work ethic. A lot of times these people don't understand it. Mm-hmm. They do not get it. I they don't get it. I understand that, but I do. I think sometimes also people need to understand that there are levels to nine to fives. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, and so... You know, I think when she was speaking, she was just speaking in general. Because, yeah, most people who work 9 to 5, they work a regular 9 to 5. But there are some 9 to 5s where it's, it's real different. Like, you're on flights every day. You're doing a whole bunch of shit. And, yeah, you it would still be... It, it's still a 9 to 5, but you're kind of... You're busy. You're on the go. You're not home a lot. You're. It's kind of like... Yeah, it's kind of the same thing as you, but it's different because... In one sense, an entrepreneur is working for their self. So I think that grind and that hustle is a little different than when you're working for somebody else's company. Right. And um, the safety net isn't always there. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's what kind of people need to understand. So, you know, I also think the whole entrepreneur nine to five culture, like over the years, I think it uh, that talk comparing both has kind of gotten a bad rep. Like people don't like when people bring it up because I felt like for so many years, like people would put nine to fivers down and lift mm. entrepreneurs up. And sometimes, you know, they would make it try to seem like just because you're an entrepreneur, you automatically going to have money. You automatically going to make it, which is like, no, you could be an entrepreneur and fail at life. Oh, all the time. And so I think because for a long time there was a lot of praise about entrepreneurship and a lot of people like putting down um, nine to fives. And even sometimes you would see memes where it was kind of like knocking the nine to fivers. Like sometimes that entrepreneur is posing it's just like, well, well, I'm paying for your shit. Like the nine to fiver is buying your product. And so I think sometimes that talk, that entrepreneur versus um, nine to fiver talk, just like people don't like it because they automatically feel like, well, just because I work a nine to five doesn't mean I'm not busting my ass and doesn't mean like, you know, I'm not, you know. Right. No, and I no, and that's, and that's, and you, that's definitely a great point. Absolutely. I just think that, I just think, like you said before, it's a different type of hustle that I don't think anyone will understand until you are an entrepreneur. Like, you cannot, like, you cannot, you will never be able to relate. Like, I've seen so many people talk about, like, COVID-19 and their shipping is being delayed because the businesses are backed up. I don't think people understand what the fuck is going on behind the scenes. Like, there's times where I just didn't do orders for a day, 
that end up backing me up even more because I had to figure out a way how the fuck am I going to get more jars? How the fuck am I going to get more lids? Where am I going to get labels from? I had to research and research and research. And people just, they when they want it, they want it now. And I feel like unless you were an entrepreneur, you would never understand the, the struggle. And I think that's the reason why she she said that way. So she said what she said. Now, could she had been a little bit more tactful? Absolutely. But I agree with her. I, I agree with her. Either you, either you are going to be an entrepreneur, or you're going to have to be somebody who is in like a supervisor position in a nine to five. Where I know that you are going to be super busy all the time. Mm-hmm. So you can understand. Like I need somebody I can relate to at this point. Right. I'm, I'm tired. Of, I'm tired of dating people and just wondering what's going to happen. No, at least me and you need to be equally yoked, where we know that planning is the only way that we're going to work. Okay, so you're busy. Like this guy that I was talking to, he was, he he's a supervisor now for the MTA. Mind you, he's buying property. If the reason why we could not work is because he didn't know how to plan because he didn't know how to juggle everything that's on his plate because he was trying to he now he's going into being um he's getting into his entrepreneur side because of the uh the real estate side if he knew how to plan we would work and he understood when i got busy i could not i couldn't like i can't talk on the phone i gotta focus on these orders i gotta do this i gotta do that Hmm. he he if he knew how to plan it would have been perfect. And I think he realized that now, but it's a little too late, of course. But he realized that now, but you need to be date somebody who's going to be able to understand and understand and be able to be patient with you. And so that and that actually essentially goes back to what to, to goes back to um to the fact that maybe sometimes it's not an entrepreneur, maybe a nine to five might be right for you. You never know. I just think it's essentially it depends on the person, but I feel like I, like you'll get better results with somebody who is similar to you, and I think that's the reason why a lot of people as well get arranged marriages. Mm-hmm. And it may not have to do with entrepreneurship or anything, but that the fact that you guys are equally yoked in something, you guys have a common interest, you will work. Right. And then sometimes you just get tired of having the same conversation with a motherfucker. Sorry, yeah. I'm busy. Sorry, I can't make it. Um, sorry, I can't give you the type of attention you need. Sorry, it's like you get what I'm saying. So sometimes it is better when you find someone that's equally as busy as you, and you don't you don't have to go through all of that because they understand. Absolutely. So, and you know what? Another reason why they was over her is because when she when she was saying that talking about the looting and stuff, and she was like, "I'm a child of God" and all this other shit. So that was another reason why they was like. I do not know nothing about that until now. Mm-hmm. I don't follow her, so I don't know. But I just know that people were up to, up in arms about what she said, and I'm like, I don't see the fucking problem. I want to date somebody who's equally yoked. I want to date somebody, even if you, because entrepreneurship is not for everybody. But you better be grinding to be a CEO in that bitch wherever you're working. Because I don't want to be the breadwinner. I want you to be the breadwinner. Because I'm still the woman. I still want to be taken care of. That's so a fact. you need to be grinding. That is. A I'm not like, care no fucking man. And you want someone that you can um. Anyone doesn't matter what they do. You want someone that you can admire. You want someone that you can like look to for guidance and stuff like that. Absolutely. So, um, 
Yeah, I just think people don't like the messenger. I don't think people like her. So it's like, and then, you know, yeah. sometimes when you start getting money and you're doing really good. Also, there's a lot of influences around here that people can't wrap their minds around of why this person even made it. Like, they just think they're so dumb. And granted, sometimes it's just like, the reasons why they are famous, they 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 are pretty dumb reasons but you also got to be like well it's dumb but shit they a millionaire so clearly something about them is amazing yeah and so i just feel like people people do be trying to put these influencers down but it's just like listen there's people, some there's, people find reasons to be upset. there's hard work into being an influencer and making these videos and entertaining people 24 7 absolutely it takes a lot of work and so you know i feel like sometimes people look down on it even getting someone to even buy your product like that is a big fucking deal where someone says i believe in this person i'm going to buy their product oh yes and i can speak firsthand on that shit like like it's a lot it's it's a lot entrepreneurship is not as easy as it looks and just to get some one sale and, some, and especially a repeat customer, child. Yeah. That means, and I mean, like, people buying and, like, their fourth time buying and their first time shopping with you was two months ago. Like, that shit means a lot. Right. But I don't care. I, I want somebody who's equally yoked. Like, if, if me and my man don't work out, I already know the type of man I have to date. <laughs> I already know. Listen. He's going to be the total opposite of what I'm dating now, but... I feel like go for exactly who you want to. People want to tell you who you should date and who you shouldn't. They're not living in like they're not living for they're not living for them. Like do what the fuck you want to do. It doesn't. And I feel like honestly, she's entitled to her preference. It's not like she. It, it, it's it's a preference. It's not like it's a definitive decision. Mhm. Mm you know, it it's like she might meet a dude that might be everything she needed more, but he only make what eighty ninety k compared to her million dollars. But he's still able to do things for her. He's able to sustain himself. He's, you know, he still makes a, a nice coin. So it's like, you never know. It's still a preference. It's not like, you know, I didn't, I didn't take what she said as if she was shitting on people. I took it as if, like, this is her preference and this is the reason why. Whether, whether you want to take it or not, take it, take you, whether you want to, you know, accept it or not, that's your business. But she's entitled to her preference. She knows the type of guy she likes. And we don't know her experiences either with dating. So this is probably the reason why she's like, you know, I think I need to date an entrepreneur. Right. Yeah, that's true. Mm. So for this last topic, um, this morning you, well, I saw it this morning. Uh, you posted about people of color, non-black people of color. Um acting like that their businesses are black owned mm -hmm. and i've seen some of that too i'm mm -hmm. equally as confused and equally trying to mind my own business because i just feel like how convenient is that mm -hmm. so i wanted i wanted to explore that because i was just i because for me, what was concerning to me is that, first of all, I feel like 
right. You know, I was really thinking this weekend, and and I said, "Wow, there's a lot of people trying to profit off of the Black Lives Matter movement, and whether you believe in the movement or not, it it, it that's that's beside the point." And there's so many companies and so many businesses trying to keep the black dollar from not leaving because that now is showing you how valuable it is. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I'm seeing companies that, and I, mind you, I know the owners. These are small businesses. I know the owners. They are okay with being black, with people considering them being black owned, but you're not black owned and you would never say that you were black. Um, and they're just riding off the wave and just and profiting off of it. And I have an issue with that because now you, you're profiting my demise. Like, I don't like that shit. And I'm like, yo, some people are losing their lives out here. Mm-hmm. This is not a fucking joke. People can't even get jobs if they wear their hair a certain way. If you have a nice car and you drive in certain neighborhoods, they, you're going to get pulled over and asked why you're here. You can't even go fucking bird watching in Central Park without somebody calling the cops and 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 using their privilege. Say I'm gonna tell them an African American is, is is threatening my life. Like these are these are real fucking issues, and this is the reason why people are protesting, um, you know, or trying or attempting to boycott or whatever they're doing, and talking about and, and talking about the importance of black ownership and black business because. We, the dollars that circulate enough in our communities for us to have power and to be able to sit at the table. So for you to sit there and try to make a coin over our pain and suffering, I have a problem with that. And I also noticed, too, that some people who didn't even want to, like, I, I was talking to, I was on Facebook, and I just happened to be talking to one of my homegirls, and I was like, yo, I even have an issue with people, now y'all, some of y'all want to be considered African-American when it's convenient for you, too. Yeah, yeah. That's it for me. That was it for me. The other day, y'all was just calling us lazy, dirty, all these other things. Now you African-American, and oh, we're getting reparations. It, who is we? Who is we? Because the other day, you couldn't stand my black ass because my family's from the South. There are so many issues here, and I don't give a fuck who feels offended. It is what it is, and I'm going to call it out. I agree. For me, you know, the frustration comes from, first of all, now all of a sudden I guess you just realize that you're black. So now all of a sudden you want to speak about black issues. But before all of this was going on, I never seen you say, as an Afro, mm-hmm. whatever. As a, You give them, like, you never... You never had those type of conversations. Like, I never seen these people post these things. Um, I never seen you fight for black people's rights until all of this started happening. And so I'm just like, how convenient is it that now you want to say that your business is black owned? And I was like, I'm not here to pick people apart. But I do feel like, you know, I know some people are just finding out about their ancestry. And they're like, oh, you know, I do have black in me. Um... But I feel like if you have just now found that out, I think now this is the time to do your research. I think now this is the time to educate yourself. Um, I don't think that this is the time to hop on the, well, I'm black too, and, you know, I own a black business. 
because Yo, nobody looks at you like you're black. Like, and some of the some of the things, and it's and you know it's so crazy because I'm I'm trying not to be mad at people for having an awakening. Right. I'm trying to be open to it, right? But these are the same people and the same conversations that I had when I first started Vivify Body and Co. Don't leave yourself as a black-owned business. You want to open up the market. You want to do... And I'm like, ain't this about a bitch? Now, every, I give people space to grow, absolutely. But don't don't try to be the leader attitude because you still got a lot to fucking learn. That's what I'm saying. And I feel like... I feel like people should acknowledge whatever their privilege has been. And I feel like they should be like, yes, I am. Like, yes, I did learn that I have black in me. Um, But this isn't the time for me to now come out and profit off of this situation. I feel like this is the time to like, yeah, speak up, do the good work. But I don't know. I just feel like sometimes you got to say, you know what, like, I, I don't ever talk about black issues any other day. I don't, um, you know, a lot of this is new to me. I'm just, like, I'm just now waking up too, like a lot of other people. And I don't know, I just, I'm a, I'm a bit uncomfortable with it. But I also, like you said, I'm not trying to pick people apart. Like I was having a conversation with my friend. I was like, listen, I'm not trying to pick people apart, but I just want to know what box they've been checking off. And, but, okay, okay. I'm, yo, I'm telling you, I, oh my god! I, I I'm trying to figure it out, like because it's like okay, because even like throughout the diaspora, I'm having issues with that, but I'm trying to be quiet. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that I'm seeing people throughout the diaspora. Like I said, everybody's like, "Fuck, where are you from? Your culture, whatever." We we are one right now. I love it, but you cannot pick and choose when you want to be down. Like, you cannot. That's what I'm not okay with. And I was talking to somebody the other day, of course, another American, and she was just like, you know, she feels away because it's like, you know, every time I talk and preach about blackness in this country, you know, my West Indian friends or my my associates or my African friends or associates, they kind of dismiss what I say. And it's like, now you have a rude awakening that it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter where you're from. And it doesn't matter about where, you know, your, your, your cultural differences. But you cannot pick and choose when you want to be, you want to be down with us. It, it does not work that way. Because we we don't care where you're from. We're going to ride out. Right. We're going to ride out. Like, I don't give a fuck. As long as you're not ignorant, we're riding out. I agree. Because we already know what it's hitting for over here. It's just like when you when you freshly come over here and it's just like, oh, why are you so this? Why, why have you done this? And I was able to do this. It's a different type of fucking trauma, bro. Yeah. And I'm not dismissing yours, but it's, it's different over here. Mm-hmm. For the people who've been here. So, you know what I'm saying? So, it's kind of like, I want people to be open-minded to it. And I'm also keeping note in my mind who is hopping on bandwagons and who is about to hop the fuck off. Because I don't like the fake phony shit. Because I'm serious. And, I always, and I've always been the same Yaya, Kayana, forever. And I'm happy that people are having an awakening, but I keep that same fucking energy because I will call you out. I'm keeping note of it. Mm-hmm. I'm keeping note of it. That shit is just crazy to me. It shit is real. I, I can't stand it. I can't stand it because I, we, we, we do have our own issues in our own community. 
But at the same time, this is not the time to place either. So I'm really trying to like just bite my tongue right. because of that reason. But I'm telling you now, if somebody says something crazy to me, I'm go I'm I'm gonna have to read them fulfill. That that's just that's just how I feel. Because there's no space at agency for the division right now because if they don't care where you're from, they don't care what language you speak, exactly. you're not one of them. Exactly. You're not. So they don't give a fuck. I agree. Um, yeah, when I saw your post, I was like, okay, I'm not the only one who's looking at people's shit like, nah. You gotta be, like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Um, but I agree 100% with what you said. And I just think, I just think sometimes people should just step back and just say, like, am I being real with myself in this situation? Like, I, you know, I, I never speak up about anything. I haven't, like... This isn't the time to promote my business. Not saying you're not black, but I'm just saying if you if this is like if this is now the time when you woke up, I think this is more of the time for those people to educate themselves more than oh, anything. Absolutely. So. And that's why I'm just like, I'm like, I be looking and I'm like, yo, the other day you are just talking about how proud you are to be Asian, Asian or Indian or whatever the fuck you want to be. And you are entitled to be that. Mm-hmm. You should be proud of whoever you are. You should be proud and you should be confident. But you ain't right on my motherfucking way because we've been we still fucking dealing with the traumas and 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 the in the in the issues of the generational curse that's been placed on us because of systemic racism. Yes. So we're not doing that. We're not doing that. And not at least around me at you ain't. Because I have I have real life beef. With all of that shit. And I swear to you, once this shit calms down, and that's I might make a video asking me to get off, get off this shit. I'm, I'm, I'm calling you out. I'm, and I'm not going to do it publicly. I will go in your DMs and, t- and point out your fuck shit. Right. Because now that you want to hop on this bandwagon, you, you got to stay on now. That's I, how I feel. I want to see you put up the good fucking fight. Yeah. Because it's just <laughs> not fair to us. <laughs> So I totally agree. Um, I'm over it. Same, sis, same. Well, that is the end of this episode. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening. And again, if you haven't already, please go on Apple Podcasts and leave a review.